2019, the things I learned about friendship. I learned that forgiveness isn't something two people have to be involved in. Forgiveness is about me making a decision for me. I'm Kara Lewis Newton, host of the KLN Podcast. Five years ago, my life was literally flipped upside down when I built a multiple six-figure income from a business on social media. More than that though, I'm a mom to three and a wife to Luke in a marriage that we've had for over 18 years. But beyond those roles that I fill, I have found deep purpose in helping women find strength and confidence. Because I believe that when a woman can value who she truly is, it unlocks the potential for her to grow into someone even greater. I believe a confident woman will change the world around her. This is the KLN Podcast. Resolution, the firm decision to do or not to do something. See, I'm really good at determining what I do not want to do. (laughs) Seriously, I'm really good at saying no. I'm great at saying no. I can tell you all the things that I don't like doing, that I'm not good at doing, and that I don't want to do. I'm working on what I want to say yes more to in 2020. But before I do, before I get to the whole resolution phase of the new year, I thought I would talk through the things that I learned from 2019. I believe in order to map out where we want to go, we have to be very honest about where we've been. So let's take a look back on the road that I've traveled this year, and maybe you've traveled some similar paths as me. In my family, I learned (laughs) that parenting is hard at every stage, whether you're wiping snotty noses, signing permission slips, going to basketball games, or figuring out whether or not you should allow your 14-year-old to get an iPhone. Every stage of parenting is hard. And here's something else that I realized this year. My children are not here to make me happy. I know, crazy thought, right? (laughs) I need to let go of that expectation, and I need to not put that expectation on them. No child should ever feel responsible for their parents' happiness. Many times this year, I have found myself wanting them to reciprocate my love that I have for them for me. (laughs) When I say it out loud, I realize how kind of unhealthy that sounds. (laughs) See, it's not even possible. They aren't created to do that. They're not capable of that kind of love, and nor should I ever expect that from them. I actually... I am the one person in their life that gives them love with no expectation of anything in return. That's my job, and it is such a high calling. I also learned that as important as it is for each person in our home to have their own space and their own time, it's equally important to make sure that we all have time each day in the same room together. Because whether my kids show it or not, They need to see me, they need to feel me, and they need to hear me each and every day. And that is on me to make happen. It is very important to parent with your own convictions. You got to do what you think is right for your family, for your children, for their personalities. However, one thing that I have realized this year 
it is so good when you find like-minded friends who parent off of the same page as you. Marriage, 2019, and marriage will go down in the books. (laughs) Here's something I learned about marriage this year. Disagreeing isn't wrong, and it doesn't mean you have a weak or unhealthy marriage. Let me say it to those of you in the back. Disagreeing doesn't mean you have an unhealthy marriage. In fact, being willing to admit that you don't agree on something, to me, says that you have a very healthy and open relationship. But here's the key. How you treat each other in regards to that disagreement, that is what determines the health of your relationship. And I'll be the first to say, this is an area my husband and I are currently working on in 2019 and going into 2020. (laughs) I do know this, there's no trust more important within a marriage than knowing that your spouse always has your best interest in mind. See, when you can rest assured in that, that they're on your team, they're on your side, they want the best for you. You can always forgive and move past the issue that you're dealing with. I've also learned that speaking to and about, let me say it again, ladies, speaking to and about my husband with respect is the single best way that I can show him I love him. There are so many couples who settle for mediocre marriages. And if you're one of them, great. I kind of feel a little sad for you, but hey, if that's how you wanna live, great. Cause I see it everywhere. Just so willing to settle for mediocre. But here's what I know and what I have determined this year. I don't want to be one of those couples. I want something exceptional. And I will do whatever it takes to make sure that our marriage is that. I also have learned that in a year where you begin to really grow personally, either one of you, be ready to work on your marriage. I haven't just seen it in my own marriage. I've seen it in others and in my friends' marriages this year. Here's the deal. If you're really growing personally, your spouse isn't prepared to be married to a new person. Give them space and time to learn to appreciate and love who you are becoming. Show them grace as they adjust to this new person that they're living with. It's completely okay to have your own goals and you should have your own goals and your own purpose and your own things that you love to do. But I have learned this this year. It is even more important that you have goals together as a couple. Something that you are working on together because here's what I know. If you aren't moving somewhere together, you're moving apart. Business. (laughs) Here's something I learned in 2019. There is always going to be someone who is doing better than you. Always. And it will either propel you or it will paralyze you. And that will be what would determine your success. Will you be propelled or will you be paralyzed? I can be very honest with you and tell you that I learned this lesson this year because I did let it paralyze me for a season. And then I realized the only way to reach the destination I was going to was to learn how to be propelled by it. I also learned that leadership is the single hardest thing about what I do. A good leader does what is best for the majority, not what is best for you, (laughs) not for a few, but for the most people. In other words, 
there will always be someone upset with you. That's going to be really hard for some of you people pleasers. Because for me, even as someone that's not a people pleaser, this was a hard lesson for me to learn this year. I also learned to always do the right thing. I know that that seems very simple (laughs) and something we learn in preschool, right? Always do the right thing. Always. But here's what I learned about that. The right thing never means that somebody gets to abuse you. Always do the right thing. And the right thing never means that somebody gets to abuse you. And this is one of the last things that I learned about business this year is that we often feel like we are always the one learning. That someone else more experienced, more skilled, better with their words will step in and take the leadership role. The reality is that someone might be and probably is you. It's time to step up. Did you hear that? It's you and it's time to step up. Friendship, 2019, the things I learned about friendship. I learned that forgiveness isn't something two people have to be involved in. Forgiveness is about me making a decision for me. Whether or not the offending individual knows that I have forgiven is inconsequential. I learned that it is 100% accurate that you will level up to the degree that the people you spend the most time with do. If they're slackers, you're going to be a slacker. (laughs) If they push you, you will move. If you push them, they will move. Find those people who can handle you when you're too much and when you're not enough because those are the ones that are going to push you to the person that you are to become. It's true that some friends will be in your life for a lifetime and others just for a season. This was hard for me to really grasp because it's okay. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that you're a bad friend. It just means that you needed each other for a time. And now that time is over and nothing is wrong with you and nothing is wrong with them for that. However, really hold tight and treasure those lifetime friendships because they are the ones that are stuck with you and all of your crap. (laughs) Money. The things I've learned about money in 2019. Are you ready? Money helps a lot of things. It does. (laughs) Money isn't a bad goal. Money can change your life. See, it's what we do with our money that matters though. And I'm learning that when you create memories with it, when you reduce your stress, and when you help others, it's good to desire that. I also have learned that not talking about money or acting as though it doesn't matter isn't healthy either. It's good to explain money to your kids. It's okay to let them know how much things cost and the sacrifice you're making for them to have certain things. It teaches them that not only what hard work looks like, but also gratitude for those that work hard for them. I'm also learning that it's okay to teach them that just because I can buy it for them does not mean that I should buy it for them. Asking for my kids to pay things for the things that they want is not only healthy for you, but it's extremely healthy for them. The things I've learned about my spirituality. This is a big one. I've really learned that my faith is not defined by a checklist of things that I do. My faith is defined by how I love people. The single best way for me to live a life that reflects a loving God is to love others well. I've learned that I don't have to shout my convictions for the world to hear from the platform that I have. 
I need to live my life according to what I value. How I live will show them what is important to me. I've also learned that it's good to be around people who think differently than me. The only way to truly learn to love others who are different from me, (laughs) I know, crazy concept, is to actually be in life with them. And I've also learned that the number one way to show someone the faith I represent is to show them grace, pure and simple grace. And then finally, the area of personal growth. I learned about the Enneagram this year, and I learned that I am an Enneagram 3, or also known as the Achiever. This has really helped me understand the why behind a lot of the things that I do. I'm learning that I am valued beyond my achievements, but also I'm learning that it's okay that I love to achieve things, and that doesn't make me a shallow person. It's who I am, and who I am is good. I've realized this year that I'm a very driven person, but I am not a disciplined person. I don't like to do things that take a long time and things that I'm not good at. I especially don't like to to do things that take a long time for me to become good at. (laughs) I do not like to wait for success or to become an expert at something. I want it to happen immediately. See, a driven person who doesn't like discipline, you know what they do? They quit anything they're not good at. And that is me. I'm working on this. And 2020 is going to be the year where I really start to tackle this inside of me. I'm finding accountability to do those things. And I know that this is going to help me tremendously. I also took a test this year that said that most, the most important thing I wanted others to see in me was authenticity. I realize when I think about this, this is very difficult when you're someone who is constantly reinventing yourself. Someone constantly doing new things, trying new things, and wanting to become different versions of me. There's always the tension of who I'm becoming and who I'm afraid others are seeing me as. I'm really working towards only caring who I know that I am, who God says that I am, and who I want to be. If it's authentic to me, it doesn't matter what others think. I also know that not everyone is supposed to be along this journey with me. Figuring out who those people are and being okay with letting someone go has been instrumental in my growth in 2019. So there you have it. 2019 was massive and small all at once for me. Nothing monumental happened. No big wins or huge tragedies. However, I learned more about why I'm here, who I'm supposed to impact, and I believe I learned to love those around me better than I did before. I'm not done though. (laughs) Not by a long shot. I have goals for the kind of wife, mother, friend, and businesswoman that I want to be. And I don't know that I'll ever quite accomplish them. And as a three or an achiever, sometimes that's really hard for me to swallow. I'm learning to allow the process to be the goal. The one step forward to be the accomplishment. The more intimate date with my husband. The teaching moment with my son. The time I put aside my own needs to help my friend. And the deeper desire to know God better. None of those goals really has a destination. Just a desire to keep going one step further in the journey. All right, so let's do this. 2020. Here's to another year of traveling. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the KLN podcast. If it connected with you in any way, I would love it if you would hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can also find me on caralewisnewton.com. 
You can sign up for my weekly newsletter, and also I would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, you have the power to change the world around you.